This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. That's when the roller skating kind of gets out of control. Yeah, but we but we love it. Fuck, that was really fun. We had a really fun time. We're in a band now, and it's called Dynamic Banter, and you're listening to Dynamic Bander. <laughs> Changed all the licensing. This is Dynamic Bander. <laughs> Steve got to think we're having a great time. We're having fun, guys. Are we having fun, Mike? Mm. We just got back from Portland, and boy, are our arms kind of um, sore. Actually, kind of a scary situation where it was kind of tough to get from the green room to the stage because of how many people actually showed up. And we just want to thank you for overflowing that building. Sorry to everyone who got turned away. Shout out, in the cold, out to, but still stood outside in the snow. Shout out to the fire marshal, James. I thought his name was James the fire marshal. And that was a clip, of course, from our Salem show. If you were there, you'd know that that was the highlight of the whole night when that happened. <laughs> when James the Fire Marshal got torn apart by the universe in the middle. <laughs> I love how one of those buttons, like uh, they all play different versions of a sample, and then one of the buttons starts a song. <laughs> And that's really fun. <laughs> Guess no, which one no, Steve no just pressed. No more fat. Thank <laughs> you. 
from Portland. <laughs> They're tired of it. They're tired of it. They've had enough. <laughs> so, man, what's up? How was Portland? It's perfect. You tell me. It was perfect. You were there. Yeah, man. I can't believe I fucking blacked out. I don't even remember 30 minutes of that set. You didn't miss much. We had a good time. We all peed in your mouth while you were sleeping. I'm not joking. Well, it's weird to, like, record an episode that goes up, like, after you didn't do... After you haven't done a thing. Yeah. But you're like, we did it. And so now we're... Now let's move on. Let's move on to the truth. We can't even talk about it until, like, three weeks from now. We didn't do it. So many things have happened. I'm in New York City right now as we speak. Hi, Mike. I wonder how I'm doing. Are you having a pizza pie? Probably. (laughs) Probably, realistically. And it's probably two o'clock in the morning. Let's cut to a clip of Mike having pizza. Okay, go ahead. This is the song that plays in my... Everybody has a chewing song. And this is the one that plays in my head while I'm chewing. Love the cheese. Love the marinara. I love the crispy bread. It tastes garlicky. I like sprinkling with cheese. It's like, it's like the baby's Playhouse theme. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, man. Yeah, and all these are sounds that are options. <laughs> all when of these you, are options of sounds that could happen you, right now. When you choose dynamic banter, any of these possible options could happen. All of these options exist. You never know when some new sound could happen. Uh oh, excuse me. Someone's phone ringing? Open the door, it's a new sound. Who's there? Hello? <laughs> I fucking hate that ringtone. Dude, <laughs> I think that there's a guy. When you, did that one come? Was that an iPhone ringtone? Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a guy that we bump into sometimes with a pupper dog at the, at the coffee shop oh, that we yeah. go to sometimes. And I think that he's using that dog to finagle all the pretty girls and I think that it's yeah. like very obvious. That's why you get a dog. If you're a single guy and you have a dog, that's it. For sure. But there's ways to do that that are very organic and nice and respectful. Yeah. And this guy is just like a little too much. You know how would you describe about? how he is and then describe how you would do it? Like he'll do those things where he comes in and he goes like, oh, oh, oh watch out, buddy. No, no, I know. I see him too. <laughs> You know, like they do that whole thing where like, hey, guys, I'm here and I've got a dog. Yeah. And then they go over and they go like, oh, you want some treats? <laughs> want, give him treats. He wants to give him. <laughs> you can give him treats. Yeah, you can give him. You have him? You got him? Okay, you can give him. Yeah. And then he gets the whole like give him treats thing. Yeah. And then the whole time he's like waiting for his coffee after they do that whole, oh, my God, it's the cutest fucking bee-boo. And then they all give it kisses and treats and shit. And, of course, the dog is gorgeous. Yeah, you know who's winning in this situation? Me chewing in New York City. <laughs> I want to see you <laughs> There's somebody taking my wallet out of my pocket. <laughs> Texting. 
about to get hit by a taxi. <laughs> taxi like, like, you can't hear it in the video, but it's like. But yeah, that dog is making out. That dog is the hero in that situation. For sure. And, like, filled with I, and also the dog is the victim in that situation, too. The victim. Yeah, because I think that it's like that dog. Well, but I guess all that dog wants is attention and fun shit. But yeah, it doesn't want that. It's like, no, stop petting me. You think that's the dog? That's what the dogs say? I'm reacting to the sound. Because it sounds oh, like it's raining. Somebody's it's just raining. dumping a bucket of water on my head. We're okay. It's we're in, we're under the. Oh, we're under something. We're under the awning. Yeah, we're look. under the the valet umbrella, dude. There's a homeless person in my neighborhood that stole a valet's umbrella, and now I like lives that. under that. And I thought that that was a very good idea. It's brilliant, especially with the summer heat approaching. Taking from the rich and keeping for the poor. Block out that motherfucking sun, will ya? How's the dog the victim? So, well, I guess maybe victim is the wrong. I guess the 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 dog is the innocent bait. Bait. Yeah. The dog is the bait. Exactly. But the bait's getting treats and but and the bait's scratches. getting treats and pets and scratches from pretty girls and like nice people. That, right? that guy would right? give anything to be the dog. But, and, <laughs> dude, and then have hot girls fingers in your mouth, dog. And then, and then he's like standing by where the coffee's at. He's like, okay, buddy, no, no more treats. <laughs> And he keeps doing the whole, like, all right, we get it. We get it. You got a dog that's really cute. You spend a lot of fucking money to make it look, like, gorgeous. Wash it. And you're a single dude who's clearly awkward. Okay. And you're using the dog as a way to kind of, like, break the ice with people. Yeah. And I see you. And I see that. And I recognize that yeah. as a method of what do you socializing. Think, what do you people. think he thinks of you? Because you do a lot of the same shit, but you don't even have a dog. Yeah, but see, but <laughs> he I just come in like proclaiming stuff. But we are all created equal. Like I'm not looking for treats or anything like that. I just wanted people to have a good day and laugh and stuff. Yeah, sure. And I'm also, but you both want the people's attention. But I'm all, I'm also not like trying to hook up with any of these people. I'm just there to have a good time and be like a wacky boy that comes in and gets my coffee and shit. Yeah. But I'm not trying – I don't have the devious plan of being like, I'm going to get laid. Like, I'm going to bang one of these girls. What, how do you know his intentions are devious? How do you know, know he's not just being like, I want to try to find a wife because I, I moved here from Biloxi, Mississippi. I mean, if, he, if he's using if, – if he's using the dog to meet a wife – I guess that's like there's worse ways to meet a wife. Yeah, everybody uses something to meet a wife. Sure. What did you use to meet your wife? Talent. The music is played in such a way to make sure no one has a good time in the club. Absolutely. Like as soon as you start as getting into it, like, it stops. Oh, it's like, gone. This one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, I saw a band like that, actually. Because did I tell you that 
My friend Chalky, oh dude, my friend Chalky put on this. Yeah, he put he had a show in a bowling alley. Yeah, and, yeah. and you ever seen a show in a bowling alley? Yes. Many times. There's like a little room. Yeah. That like is hard. adjacent, but you could still hear pins. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to find, but you can hear like the bowling and it everything. It smells like pizza and cigarettes. And piss. And piss. And cigarettes. And cigarette piss. <laughs> Welcome back to Bring Your Own Button to Work Day. <laughs> so, anyway. <clears throat> um, my, it was my buddy Chalky's birthday, and he put together a birthday jam. And he had a couple of bands there. And one of the bands, I'll talk about the other bands in a sec, but, but connected to, like, the not letting people kind of dance. Do you, have you ever heard of Fishbone? Yeah, they're like a... Uh... They something with Sublime. It's like early ska stuff. Yeah. Like maybe even the first kind of like earliest of the ska bands sure. and stuff. And like jazz and like whatever. But they're like a big, fun, giant jam band that just like blasts out ska, trumpet, upstrung, upstrung. Give it up, give it up, give it up. Yeah, exactly. Skulking boys and girls. <laughs> so anyway... But they were like, so this this was like one member of Fishbone started a new band, and it was like bonkers, dude. It was like ska for like 30 seconds, and then it went into this like super crazy time signature jazz. And then you're like, whoa, what the fuck? And everyone's like stops dancing from the ska part into like, a, all right, now we're moving into this slow groove. But dude, it was so badass. And, uh, and the band that opened before them was called electric machine gun tits. Cool. And it was a Japanese band and it consisted of one man and one woman. The man played electric guitar and ran like a drum machine pedal thing. That's weird that that's a Japanese band because that's the most American band. I know, isn't it great? Yeah. And the uh, other person, the woman, was the lead singer and and like screamed out all this shit. It was like a white stripe or a yeah, like a white stripes kind of like you know. Uh, but no, but there was a drum machine instead of like a drummer. Yeah. And so she's like screaming and he's playing this electric guitar and he's killing it and it's awesome. And at one point. She picks up this, like, box, this, like, tiny box on the ground that's connected to, like, the speaker system. And she just pushes it, and it goes, and then she lets go, and it stops. And I'm like, whoa, she's got a soundboard. Dude, she had a fucking, like, and it would make, like, yeah. Like, she had all these different sounds on it and shit. Uh-huh. And it would happen in the middle of, like, a rock and roll song. So uh-huh. it was, like, real bizarre and awesome. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love. That's amazing. This, I was like, this chick makes noise. And she wants to. Yeah. And she's not doing it by accident. <laughs> and um, she, Like the bad women. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like regular old women that make accidental weird sounds. Out of their butts. God. So, uh, and then she pulled out a fanny pack. Do they still call those fanny packs? I think so. What are they called now? Fanny pack. Are you sure? I think they have a new name. Go ahead and look it up. You know why? Because fanny is pussy in the UK. Oh. 
Yeah, but a lot of things are stuff in the UK that Total. aren't here and that, that they still call stuff. For sure. Cigarettes, for example. Um, I feel like they changed them into something else, but whatever. I'm I, Who gives a shit? Fanny pack, dog. I'm seeing like hip pack. What but a, I call it fanny pack name. forever because that's obviously what we called them in the 80s and shit and, and beyond. But she pulls out this fanny pack. And she puts it around her, you know, snaps it around her chest like the cool hip kids do now. Uh-huh. That's not a fanny pack no more. You're just going cross chest now. Yeah. Aren't we going? Well, it's half and half. Some people going cross chest now. Everywhere bag. We're seeing some, uh, I'm everywhere bag. <laughs> I'm seeing people cross chest the fanny pack. Yeah, I do that. And it's very streetwear. Dude, I'm a big fan of the cross chest. I, I think it looks very stylish and stuff, but people doing it. Also, like, so liberating to not have your dumb shit in your pockets. Yeah. And yeah. to have it close to your chaise. Yeah. I just, I just want to. Excuse me, we're doing a show. So, uh, so she puts the fanny pack cross chest like a cool hip streetwear hipster, and it's awesome and it looks nice and it's all silk, like it's got all this like neon shit on it or whatever. I don't know, whatever holographic garbage. Sure. And she's pressing the button. And the guy's and she's like rocking out, and then she opens up the fanny pack. And my boy Chalky's front and center. He's like rocking out to this band. They're his friends and shit. And he put the bands together. So he's like, this is my birthday. I'm going to get crunk. I'm going to get skizzy. And watch these bands, you know? And so he's front and center. And she opens up her fanny pack and reaches in and pulls out a handful of raw, like, uh, uh, just plain spaghetti. Okay. No sauce. Just plain spaghetti and then starts like feeding it to Chalky. And he's like, ah, blah, 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 and he's like eating it and shit. And the music's like, all birthday dinner. And he's like, ah. and I'm like, dude, this is fucking crazy. I love it. <laughs> and, uh, and then she comes over to us because we're like, yeah, we're freaking out about the spaghetti. And she comes straight to us. And she's like, who looks like they would want pocket spaghetti? Dude, I have a video. <laughs> it makes a beeline. Matt Robs, Matt Rob got a video of me accepting the spaghetti. This is like a like a nerdy bizarro strip club. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Look at this shit. It's like right when it happens. Look. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Man, that's gross. <laughs> Carmen San Diego giving you spaghetti. Yeah. Pocket spaghetti. Yeah, I don't know, head. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm Italian, but I ain't that Italian. So. Wait, her in the red? Yeah. Okay. She was wearing a cowboy hat and shit. <laughs> like you do. Anyway. I was awful, dude. Yeah, dog. it was so bad. It was like the rubbery. It was rubbery. Yeah, it's old. And I'm like, dude, this tastes like clay. Yeah. How many times do you think she washed the? You know, I when man, you go... COVID's over, huh? Listen, Mike. <laughs> hey, listen, buddy. When you're in a fucking rock and roll show, and you're stone and sober, you're stuck, and you're stuck amongst all the other riffraff, and you're high as balls off marijuana, by the way, pizza boy. 
Yeah. Two gold meat pizzas while you're eating pocket spaghetti from a stranger. Listen, I'm in a rock and roll show in a bowling alley in the valley. Yeah. And I'm going (laughs) to eat the spaghetti comes out of the rock and roll bag. All these things that you're saying are arguments for why you should not have taken it. I, just, I was in a bowling alley in the San Fernando Valley. That's rock and roll, baby. No, it's not. That's gross. Sometimes antics. rock and roll, you get a little blood in your face. <laughs> or you eat a little spaghetti out of a nap bag. <laughs> out of a stranger's pocket. Out of a chest bag. <laughs> An everywhere bag. So anyway, but that was badass. And then we had such a great time. And then the fucking encore was, of course. She shit in your mouth. The headliner. Yeah. <laughs> she shit in my mouth. Who's that person that pissed in someone's mouth on stage during a show? I mean, take your pick. There was like a very recent one where Paul they got McCartney. in trouble. It was, I think it was like Fergie or something. No, there's no way that's true. <laughs> Fergie pissed herself on stage. No way. Remember you know right. what I'm talking about? She like pees yeah. on some guy's face while the yeah. music's playing and everything. Doja Cat. That's rock roll, baby. <laughs> she peed in a bag, and there was um, there was spaghetti and in it. Straw in and they for... boiled the bag, and then we all ate the spaghetti. And then we stuck pisketties. a Capri Sun straw. <laughs> we stabbed a Capri Sun straw. Oh, pisketties. And then squeezed it on everyone. Yeah. Good. It sounds like fu- that sounds like rock and roll. Anyway, so um, the fucking headliner was my boy Chalky doing Blue Man Group, the Blue Album. Yeah. Weezer Blue Album. And it was great, man. It was rock and roll, baby. That blue album's so good. Yeah. And so we didn't really know what to expect, but they were all in the blue man makeup. And they just played the song. They just did like covers of the songs with like guitars and drums and everything. They didn't have like, like kind of what I picture the blue man instruments or anything. But um, they didn't I, have uh, PVC piping. There was like, <laughs> dude, it was actually really funny because there were two like PVC pipes just kind of like laying on the stage yeah. that they just like put there. Attention to detail. Did but, they did they puke marshmallows into each other's asshole or whatever? I know, right? And pop and shoot them into people's mouths and stuff. <laughs> yeah. The spaghetti cowboy Puking lady loved stacks it. of marshmallows. The Japanese spaghetti <laughs> cowboy loved it. So anyway, uh, so they do their set, and then I can't remember which song, but there's a cover. There's a Weezer cousin cover cousin band. My cousin's in a Weezer cousin band. <laughs> There's a Weezer cover band in L.A. called Geezer, and it's old. It's like, <laughs> it's dude, just, what's dude. that SNL sketch <laughs> where the guy who plays Barry is like saying all the names of the clubs? I don't know. On a Weekend Update, like the hottest club in L.A. is Citrus. Dude, that's very funny. This is it Bill it Hader? Like what you're... It's Bill Hader, yeah. <laughs> The hottest band in the valley is Geezer. Geezer. Old men playing Weezer. Yeah. It's, it's, no, it's not even old men. It's young guys in old age makeup doing Weezer songs. And they're like wearing like sweater vests. And the guy came out with a tray of Werther's and a bunch of like business cards for yeah, his band. That's fun. And he's just like passing out the Werther's and stuff. And he went up and did a song with them. And uh, it was great, man. Like, the, the Fishbone folks were in there, like, rocking out mm-hmm. to, like, you know, Surf Wax America. That sounds like a fun show, top to bottom. It was so fun, man. 
And, like, you know, it had been a while. I had, like, really missed, like, weirdly cramped, like, tight room, weird, bonkers, yeah, you're always rock show, that. weird show type yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. And it had been a long time since I'd seen one, and I'm like, fuck it. Let's just go, man. I, I need it. I need it in my soul. I need some spaghettis. Yeah, man. Do you remember shows like that? Like, do you re- do you remember going to shows where, like, Years people vomited, like, the guys on the stage vomited on the crowd at one point and they're no. just like, yeah, like what's the craziest shit you saw? At Dude, like I used to play, um, this theater called the Webster theater all the time in Hartford, Connecticut. And there was the Webster theater, which was like a big, gross, smelled like puke all the time amphitheater <laughs> inside. And then adjacent to that was the room that we were in most of the time that was called, I think it was just called the, the side room or whatever. And it had like that black and white checkerboard floor. And it was just like, they never washed it ever Webster underground. And, uh, there was always like, we used to see people beating the shit out of each other all the time. Like there was this place called Laszlo's, which I think was in either Newtown or Monroe, Connecticut. And that's where like the punk bands would be. There was this band called like Grover Dill. That was like the first band from the area that made it. Yeah. And so we would go and watch all the ska kids like knock each other's teeth out. Dude, I had a crush on a girl that like was so weird. And like she went through all of those like early like late 90s early 2000s like punk phases yeah like she was like a crust punk for a while like where they just like they don't shower they don't shave they just pick each other's scabs on stage yeah and they're just gross as fuck it's just like be as gross as you can possibly be yeah yeah, yeah. and for some reason i had like a crush on that girl i was like you're weird and fucked up and i I bet your pussy smells girl yeah i bet it's like i bet i shouldn't even get near it you play saxophone and i bet your pussy smells i'm in love with you i don't need to ever touch your pussy we could just we smoke could just cigarettes in the mall. Yeah. Dude, I want to shout out a band that, that we were listening to all the time back then out of New Haven, Connecticut called The Smirk. Oh, hell yeah. And they broke up and they're kind of starting to play music now under this band name called Model Decoy. Hell yeah. And they're incredible. But exactly what I'm the type of environment that I'm talking about right now. Uh, happen at the this place called The Space in Hamden, Connecticut. And I think there's still a video on YouTube called like The Smirk's Last Show. Oh, shit. And it was like their last two songs together and everyone just like flipped the fuck yeah. out. And it was the greatest band you've never heard of. In your and life. The Smirks are those little blue m****s, right? You can't say that. I don't think they were blue. Yeah, they weren't blue. <laughs> <laughs> So I love that whatever that beat is. It's great. It's a good one. Uh, but that that girl that's how fast I do push ups in the morning. So that girl that I had a crush on them, she took me to like this like uh like Christian rock punk show. Did she wear van slip ons? No, dude, she was disgusting. Did she have a, a wallet chain? She, no, she was gross. She wasn't like a commercial. I'm gross shit. No, like I'm thinking those. I'm thinking like Avril Lavigne style when I think of like girls wearing wallet chains and vans. I guess I'm thinking more like like these are. That's because she worked in Hot Top. These were like Doc Martin. Like she wore yeah. like the most tore up Doc Martins you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. The like uh, pantyhose are like ripped to shit. Like how'd oh, you yeah. even get them on? Yeah. How'd you even navigate your foot? How'd you get your foot through it? Yeah, yeah. There's so many holes and zigzags and shit. Yeah. 
It's almost like they put on brand new ones and then they just like light a match on it <laughs> yeah. and then r- like rip it with a knife and they shit. They do. They do the. Yeah, they get the nails in there. But mm-hmm. uh, she took me to this like punk Christian show. You ever been to anything like that? It was very strange. We had a lot of rock shows in churches, but they weren't like church specific. This was like church. This was yeah. like punk church. And it was like, like, come get spit on by the Lord. Dude, it was weird because it was like bloody hands on the guitars and shit from like fucking shredding their like hands on the music and shit. And like, uh, they shred their hands sharp on, music. You come to this show, they shred their hands on the music boys. <laughs> Dude, it's like a kid <laughs> trying to describe like seeing rock and roll for the first time. Dude, that music doing bloody sharp. from the music. That's the sharpest music I ever seen. These guys are gonna cut me up. These guys were doing blood from the rock and roll. So they, yeah, and but they were like singing about Jesus and shit. Hell it was yeah, very dude. strange. Who also bled from music. And I was like, man, good thing I like got to see this at an age where I could like decide that that's like too bonkers for me you didn't like that no i was like man i like this girl but You're i don't want to do spaghetti this. in the mouth from the pocket i want it to be like a clown <laughs> car show yeah. i wanted to be clowns doing weird balloon shit not yeah. really like disgusting unshowered teen boys shredding their fingers on they're shitty. That was all of us, dude. Not too sure. many well cleansed boys living in, out of a van. For sure. And it was like kind of cool. Like, whoa, here comes Eddie, the guy that never showers, but he's like the best guitar player ever. Yeah. And you're like, dude, doesn't have to shower because he's fucking ripping shreds. It was always the kid who dropped out of like jazz band and really? joined the fucking. Oh, totally. And yeah. then got, and then you're like, wait, Eric? No, 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 man. I'm Eddie. The now. name's Slam. Slam now. <laughs> No, you're is that Eric weird. from That's Jazz Eric. Band? <laughs> the name Slam. I'm seeing Eric. <laughs> Pull out your ID right I'm now. I'm getting big Eric from you, Slam. <laughs> I gotta go load in. This is, she's giving Eric vibes. but uh, it's, it's giving Eric. <laughs> it's giving Eric is what I'm having from this. <laughs> I'm slam. But yeah, that guy could be gross as fuck and the girls would be like, I love him. And it's like, dude, he smells so bad. Talent over hygiene. I've always said it. I know. It doesn't matter. And sometimes that primal smell of like the fucking animal. Old cat. Just like, dude, old cum and like poop on your poop, dude, on your butt hairs. When you get all your shit from garage bands, and like flea markets, oh, yeah. but you don't wash it before you put it on. Nah, dude, uh-huh. it just has dead on no, it. No, they still. pulled the dead guy. Yeah, they pulled these pants off that dead guy. Wonka, 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 they just wonka, ripped wonka. those jeans off. Undressing a dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you hear that song, just imagine me happy as fuck, staring at the camera, doing something insane. <laughs> you really got to see the video of this one. Anyway, but I, I just loved it. I, you know, and I really did. Like, I, I resented those guys because I was like, man, why do I have to fucking take a shower? Because I look like a fat fuck. 
Yeah. So I can't be a fat fuck and can't shower. No, you can't be a fat fuck. Because then you're your big You can't be a fat dog. fuck and be anywhere near where it smells bad. No. Isn't that about a bitch? Yeah. And then I was like, man, I could never be gross and fucking big fat fuck and have women love me. Unless you and go then, full fat fuck. And then John Popper came out on the scene. The guy from Blues Traveler. Remember that? What did he smell That like? guy probably didn't smell good. I don't know. I'm making an assumption. You're doing the same thing. That guy sucks, though. He, like, ran away, and he hit all these guns in his car, and he, like, <laughs> lost his mind. He did all these drugs and shit. He's a bad boy. That guy's not... That guy That guy would never cut his mouth on the music, dude. I think he probably has cut his mouth on music. <laughs> on that harmonica. Because he had, like, a bullet vest with harmonicas on it. Yes, he did. He had a bandolier, and instead of bullets, there was, like, each key of harmonica. Yeah. I cannot believe my eyes. <laughs> Um, all right, we've got to do some ads here, but I can't, for some reason, I can't fucking find these. Here we go. This yeah. is the one. No, Water, no, no. Yeah, this is Water. it. Right? Please, God, help me. This one. Wait, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Woo! <laughs> Thank fuck Kevin's here. The show goes up on the 19th, we said, right? Yep. Man. Stick around for some fucking news. I'll say that. Oh, I'll yeah. just say it right now. Say it, buddy. Um, if you missed out on any of the variants of the record, I'm talking the red one, the marbled one, uh, Byron ordered extras. Yes. Just in case they got lost in shipping. And now he's a handful of extras. So this is That's now is right. your chance to get a different variant of the record. Do you have FOMO? Because you've been seeing us retweezing all of those amazing photos that you, yes, you have been posting of this beautiful record that we have made and that you can purchase. Do you see somebody else with the colored variants and be like, uh, why not me? Why can't that be me? I got FOMO. But I wanted it and now I don't have it. Now that asshole has it. Dude, no FOMO because guess what? We're back, baby. There's a, just going to yes. be a little grip left, though. A grab, if One you One grab of each left on dynamicbanter.clothing. We, we don't know how many. But it's not a lot. There's exactly one of each. There's right, one of each. So get on your ass and, <laughs> Dude, and do it, it. Could you imagine? Dude, also. That'd be so fucked up. Tonight, uh, the 19th, I'll be at The Stand in New York City, 8.15 and 10.15. I'll be eating pizza like this. Also, 520, I'll be at the stand in New York City, 815 and 1015. 531, we're doing surrounded all the way down into sunny San Diego. And this is gonna be a good time. And on uh June 2nd is the next surrounded in the main room of the Hollywood Improv. It's gonna be so much fun. So much fun. So much fun. You gotta come to the Hollywood Improv. It's surrounded in the main room of the Hollywood. Hollywood no, Hollywood Improv. <laughs> that was me talking back. <laughs> June 2nd. It's gonna be a Hollywood improv. June 2nd. June 2nd. Hollywood improv. 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 June 2nd. 
surround surround kitchen and it's warby parker i love warby parker me too the only sunglasses in my life that i have not lost are warby parkers Whoa, that's the only ones that fit my gigantic head are warby parkers i'm telling you when i drive down to san diego and the sun's in my eyes the whole time driving down like this i am so thankful <laughs> for my warby parkers and i love them me so too, much man. dude that's i have luck. ones with yellow lenses Ooh, how's that oh. And they make everything just as bright as it is in the daytime. Doesn't black you Does out. Does it make everything looks like a lemonade's kiss? Everything looks like I was just gonna say that, like a lemonade's kiss. Really? No. <laughs> well, I will say, Mike. Regardless of your absolute, uh, uh, magical, ma almost uh, ma magician level uh, care of your sunglasses. <laughs> Uh, that Warby Parker is here for you, uh, for your all your glasses needs. You want happier eyes? You want eyeglasses, sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams all in one dang place? And you can shop online or in a store. Well, guess what? Warby Parker is where you want to be. Because I'll tell you, their glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. No more fan mail. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try on at home for free. There's no obligation to buy. <laughs> Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. So you don't have to do squat. Guess what? to buy these dang at home try fry pee free five free pairs of glasses no sir no ma'am or person you could try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash banter that's warbyparker.com slash banter Guys, ooh, can I tell you something, Mike? I, I told you. Mike, I think I told you earlier my tummy was hurting. Yeah. That well, like so I think all I gotta do sometimes, I think when my tummy hurts, all I gotta do is go to the toilet and sit on the toilet and uh, poop. And that's what this is about. And I'll tell you what Tushy does. <laughs> Looks like we got a guest. Tushy! Cleans up your pooper 
in a way that you could never have imagined before. Because I'll tell you, wiping your rump with paper is downright disgusting. You know what I was thinking the other day is I don't know that I have any other opinions other than I think everyone should use a bidet. I think all of my other opinions have come and gone. And I love my tushy bidet so much. It's done so much for me and my outside insides and the bottom of my largest colon that I have. And I just wish that every, I would wish it that everyone had that experience. Get as clean as you could possibly be. I'm not. Get as clean as you could possibly be. Don't walk around with swampy dirt ass. Can I tell you, Mike, today I was actually using the tushy, my tushy that I have at home that I value more than my own life. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a personal experience. And I'll tell you, I was like spraying her down. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, this boy's getting cleaned up. I actually said that out loud alone in my home. I said, Woo! This boy's getting cleaned up. You ever wish that and you could break on, off the that? governor? Break oh yeah. <laughs> and someone sprays even more? Yeah. I want fire hydrant mode. Yeah. I, I- want I want to lift off the toilet like a cartoon. I don't want to be touching the toilet when the bidet is on. (laughs) So I'll tell you, after I used my tusher, tushy, I was like, well, you do the the ceremonious pat down. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, man, I was, I was like, cause you know, I know it's doing its job down there. The tushy works hard. It's chiseling away at all of those crumbs. Picture like a little Yukon Cornelius. Exactly. And he's doing this with his mustache. He's like, ding. Yep. That's poop. (laughs) And so I was (laughs) <laughs> oh, shit. I was <laughs> As I was patting her down, I had a glance at my work. And I noticed that there was not a goddamn spot, dude. She's spotless down there. She's like a cherry red Lamborghini. Hot out of the... Hot off the lot. She was purring, dude. I was holding that tissue and I was like, I could wipe my mouth with this right now. I could put this tissue back on the roll. (laughs) I could wrap a biscuit in this and put it in the microwave. It's an option. <laughs> and so, and I and I was like, man, Tushy really does clean you up real good. So, have you heard about No Mo Way, Mike? No. But what about No Wipe April? No. Well, why don't you make a, a splash in a Hello Tushy bidet life this spring with a clean bum you can't get from wiping. 
I'll tell you the fresh water of Hello Tushy Bidet gets you twice as pristine and is a hundred times easier to use than bunchy, cloggy, dirty toilet paper, you caveman. So, dude, listen, here's the deal. It's easy to do it, too, and it cleans your bum two times better than wiping. Die. <laughs> and it attaches to your existing toilet. It requires no electricity or additional plumbing at all. And it cuts toilet paper use by 80%. Guys, Hello Tushy Bidet pays for itself in a few months. So what are you doing? What are you even doing right now? I can't believe what I'm seeing. <laughs> Was that you? <laughs> and every Hello Tushy Bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. And one of the over 100,000 five-star reviews. Imagine giving a bidet back after 11 months. <laughs> no, I hope they just shred it. Uh, but here's the deal, guys. You can see why millions of people already love Hello Tushy and be part of taking care of business the cleaner way. Why don't you join... Why don't you come on and join us over here in the future where we clean our bums with water? Yeah. So go to hellotushy.com forward slash banter. Use that promo code banter to get 10% off plus free shipping on your first B-Day order. That's hellotushy.com slash banter for 10% off. Do you think... <laughs> Poor guy. He's really been going at it. Do you think that the refurbished ones are the ones they give out to like the podcasters and stuff <laughs> absolutely we deserve it yeah and i love it all the same wow what is this fume yeah. oh yeah we got fume up in here this i'm not sure tight. that's how we pronounce it <coughs> it says here it's pronounced fume that's it that's it then because <laughs> i know it's spelled with an umlaut <laughs> Guys, cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, <laughs> but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor or, you know, ladies that might live in your building that might also be you that use witchcraft. <laughs> We're talking about our sponsor, Fume. <laughs> And they look at the problem in a completely different way. Not everything is in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? <laughs> Small break that broke off. Fum is an uh, sorry fume. <laughs> Fume is an innovative award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. air, air. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. 
And instead of harmful chemicals, get this. Fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. Dude, I watched. I haven't gotten mine yet, mm. but I, I'm getting one for Zoya to Hell maybe yeah. help her stop smoking cigarettes. I and I watched a review of it. And the guy normally reviews like vapes and stuff. And this is not that. This no. is a different thing. You're breathing in like essential oils. And he was like, you don't see anything because there's no like exhale of anything. It's just air. But yeah. he said that it tastes amazing and that he really couldn't describe like the feeling that he was having. Wow. Just like breathing in a nice like lavender. Like your lungs are at the spa. It's like you're giving your lungs a little gift. Yeah. And it's what they asked for. Look, you get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. How about that? I love that. <laughs> stopping is stopping is something we all put off because it's hard but switching to fume is easy enjoyable and even fun fume has served over a hundred thousand customers and has thousands of success stories and there's no reason that can't be you so join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the Journey Pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use the uh, that code BANTER to save 10% off when you get that Journey Pack today. That's tryfume, spelled F-U-M, dot com, and use the code BANTER to save an additional 10% off your order today. Day. That's T R Y F U M dot com. <laughs> disgusting sound came out of my lungs there. Hello, Mayor. Yeah, hey, what's going on? What? It's the motherfucking mayor. Whoa, what's and up, you mayor? Know that we're having a party down here. We put in a bowling alley in the office. We put in a motherfucking bowling alley. Mayor, you're listening to the same song we've been listening to. I stole all the shoes from the bowling alley down the street. Man, I went to the front and we get back. Do you think we're going to have a good time in Salem? I hope so, man. I'm going into the Salem (laughs) experience uh, feeling feeling, um, excited about performing in front of a live audience. It's been a while since we've done that. Yeah. It's been over a year, I guess. Now we have so much more stuff. We've got so many things and fun and and, uh, our live shows are really... um, If you've watched... On our Patreon, I think you can have access to one of our live shows we did recently. Is the Brooklyn year. one up there? The Brooklyn, Brooklyn show awesome. is, uh, if you haven't heard it or seen it yet, it's a very different beast than just like the normal podcast. Like, yes. 
It definitely feels the same in a lot of ways. Different things happen. Yeah, the audience energy adds so much to the performance experience. Yeah. Dude, my favorite part of that... My favorite part of that is the part where afterwards people would come up because they're just friends of friends. Yeah. This happened in Boston as well, where it's like they're just friends of friends and... um, and they didn't know what they were getting into, but they left fans of the I show. Love that. I'm not sure if they listened a long time after the show, but they had a good time that night. Dude, I hope that happened at our uh, Salem show. I hope that every person who has a ticket to the Salem show brings at least one more friend. Brought. Brought. Yeah. Tough to keep the tenses straight in this universe. History. 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 Bit of a pingy tea. 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 History. 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 I'm Kurt Loader and this <laughs> TV news. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm downtown Julie Brown, and you're watching MTV. Hey, Re- hey we got some news. <laughs> Kirk Cobain's gonna be indicted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh. Anything of note in here, Kevin? I should just click through a few pages and just go to some old Oh, I love that. Yeah. Dude, I was watching a thing that was talking like about. Five. How much women love when guys moan in bed, and I can't stop thinking about it. That's so weird. Next time you're in bed, next time you're lucky enough to have sex with a woman, go. (laughs) Get get up real close to her ear, especially if you said nothing the entire time, and go. (laughs) Do this, go. And do this too. This is Tap of the Sword. And we're back to History Road on MTV. (laughs) This is Jesse Camp, and you're watching History Road. (laughs) Beep, beep. Car crash. Sideways camera. Guys, Nick DeMarco sent a history road way back in the day. I'm talking June 29th of last year. <laughs> Says hello, my favorite DB BB boys. <laughs> Got Kevin by surprise. <laughs> he wasn't expecting it. My name is Nick, and I'm a 69 horn honk boy. For my first History Road submission, I figured I'd tell you guys one of the weirdest stories from a past job. 
The audience isn't sure whether or not they're going to enjoy it. They're not. No more fan mail. Bit of a ping. <laughs> Thank God we took that break. Uh, I, so, I worked at a grocery store and was a supervisor. <laughs> like one of those dogs that talks with the buttons. <laughs> what? Which one? <laughs> the dogs on TikTok, they're like, Daddy. Oh, oh yeah, the other Bro, 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 we can't go swimming right no, now. No more, 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 Yeah. Said it like please. It's so serious. That robot's begging to be let out of that please. machine. Please, 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 please. I don't know, man. There's a knob that makes it worse. Please. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Trapped under the weighted blanket. <laughs> My face when I'm trapped under the weighted blanket. <laughs> So, I worked in a grocery store and was a supervisor at the time. We had a podium with a computer set up that overlooked the registers. And while I was doing some work on the computer, I saw a customer standing in front of uh, the, po uh, the podium. <laughs> I'm invested. I don't give <laughs> I don't give a fuck, Becca DeGoo. Tell someone else. <laughs> I never knew how fucking long that sample was. Tell someone else. I looked up and what I saw was what I could only imagine was Santa Claus on summer vacation. Dude, somebody take the snap Please. that Steve just made with his mouth and superimpose it over somebody hitting a home run. <laughs> Cause the snap you just made with your mouth was like somebody uh, like a little home, a little a little hit like a yeah, perfect like a great line. hit instead of like a tremendous hit. I love that. <laughs> hit that back fifteen button on your uh, Spotify. Please. First, I noticed a big burly white beard and his big bucket hat. Please. Then I noticed his attire: denim vest, no undershirt. And unbuttoned just one button too many. And his chest hair is violently bursting out. <laughs> I've forgotten what this was about two or three times already. You saw a Santa Claus while he was at the grocery store. But it was summertime. Uh, for his pants were denim Jinko jeans, which I didn't even know existed anymore. And in his arms, he had all his groceries. So I ask, hi, how may I help you? And he says nothing. He just stares at me and reaches for the bananas in his arms. He grabs one banana and points it like a gun to my head. And he goes, 
you've just been bananaed in the most monotone voice. <laughs> he puts it back in his arms and just walks away. I didn't know what to do, so I laughed hysterically. After that, he said he never said anything else. Actually, for quite a time, he was a regular, and I saw him at least once a week. And whenever we made eye contact, he just gave me the head nod, and that was it. You know what you've been. Thank you for reading the History Road, and thank you for bringing so many laughs to so many people. Peace and love. Dude, just call it nanard. You just you just been nanard. <laughs> you got nanard. That's very cool. I like that. Yeah. That's it's nonviolent. Right now. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to go like with the banana. You just been nanard. And then like flip it like I'm handing a gun to you and then give you the banana and then walk away. You like, nanner me. You just got a nanner. You got nannered. I would I would flip it and give the other person the banana so they were pointing it at me and yeah. then I'd go <laughs> on the banana. I pull out a real gun and <laughs> shoot the banana out of their mouth. And I said, eat this banana and kill him. <laughs> you just been, and you've just been nannered. You just, you're just being, ban- I'm going to pull out a real gun and go, you're being, you just been nannered and then kill him. <laughs> That's not good. No? No, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. Shouldn't do that. idea shouldn't do that that was a really nice history road actually uh, you ever see those guys there's always like i remember do you do you ever work like in Santa? customer service in customer service like you you always see like it's like there's always like regulars that are kind of like weirdos sure i worked and in a lot of restaurants i didn't work like but in, but in the food service you probably saw a lot of weird people too right like like regulars yeah but i feel like being a regular in like a clothing store is different than being at a regular in yeah a, i think it's weirder for me it was like uh the for in particular i worked at a video game store called game crazy and we were by like this military base like where we worked and so the military dudes would come in in their like full garb and like buy shit but one of them would come in and be kind of like real quiet and weird and it kind of freaked me out a little bit sure but every time he'd come in and be like okay buddy he'd just come pick up like a used call of duty game and then leave every day every day <laughs> well, i'm gonna marry him someday do you have the one it's basically muskets um Oh, this is from two days ago. An Arnie Cumming adjacent adjacent clip? Is it good? Joseph says, Hello, you handsome devils. That's you too, Kevin. Firstly, I'd like to say happy birthday to Nick Hamilton and Owen Carter. I can't believe it's both their birthdays still. (laughs) Please. Here's a clip of bodybuilder Tom Platts explaining why he leaves space between his plates when squatting. Sound again, and you wanted to complete that with as much force as you possibly could that would break. That would break. That's feel, man. That, that, that feeling after. 
this guy really cares about uh like this guy really cares about that <laughs> thanks joseph <laughs> <laughs> sounds like that guy really cares about it did we talk over a funny part i don't know <laughs> did he say something that was really interesting about a guy that likes something. Dude, email me again. <laughs> we talked to him something funny. <laughs> email me with just the funny part. Yes. We talked over. <laughs> and then we'll know. <laughs> we got a friend named John. And he's got a be ice or not be ice Australia distant. Oh. Yeah. Birthday to you. Sometimes it sounds like too much. Margaret, I shit my pants. We have to leave. <laughs> John says, Good day, boys. My name is Johnny, and I'm from Perth. Western Australia. Hell yeah, no. I'm not sure how many listeners are from Perth. First time writing to two random strangers from across the pond, and I'm excited to share with y'all a be nice or not be nice story from my restaurant, Johnny's Burgers in Perth. What do you guys have? <laughs> Shout out one time, humble brag. So we sell American style burgers, fries, and a plethora of drinks for context. This is one of the stories of the industry. What? So one day, this family rocked up at my store and placed their order. Rocked up sounds like a um, like a fun Australian turn of phrase. Rocked up. We rocked up. Ace family's rocking up. Rocked up. I repeated what they asked for and also asked if they wanted any drinks with their order. They said no thanks and followed up with a light, soft mumble saying... Wouldn't mind some cups of ice. Can I get you a cart? I was a little perplexed. <laughs> Can I get you a cart? Can I get you guys a cart? Can I hang up your cart? Diet cart? Your diet cart? I was a little perplexed by what he said and just brushed it off. After I prepared for their food and sent it out, I saw that they brought their own Coke bottles from home. We'll bring our own cart. Your own cart? Rules set. We've brought in our own cart. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> no joking. Your own cart? What does this bring? B Y R C? I'm not joking. for cart? I'm not joking. That's the manager coming out. Those aren't allowed. I just won 250,000. <laughs> 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 Um, we uh, sell Coke <laughs> in our store, mind you. We actually sell cart. When I set their delicious bag down and fries, they decided to ask me whether I can grab them two cups of ice. We have a strict no outside food or drinks policy in our store. Here we go. Let's Very get American confrontational. Style. That's American style for sure. There'll be no outside 
Foodie Coke. drink. Now outside Coke. Outside Coke is it, a no. This is if you're going to sit at a table, order our food, you need an inside Coke. That's a big no-no. Outside Cokes are a no-no. Not going to be able to tolerate an outside Coke. <laughs> Can't allow it. No, no. Outside Cokes. That's a no no. <laughs> I could wait for the manager to make his mind up, but as far as I go, it's a no no. Manager says no no. Says it's a no no. Gonna bring it up the flagpole to the district manager. But I have a feeling it's gonna be a no no. <laughs> Regional manager says no. Just came back. That's one no. <laughs> Important distinction. So it says here he sat down those burgers and fries and then decided to ask them. Uh, oh, they asked for the ice. Now here's a question for you two boys: Do you be ice or not be ice? If you saw customers bring in cokes from the outside and there's a strict no outside drink policy but they want cups of ice i would charge them for the ice i would too or the cups i'd be like large cups are like two bucks these so. cups don't buy themselves if you want no drink in them i would hey i would at least tell them one time nicely this isn't allowed by the way this is our policy yeah give them a warning <laughs> yeah because uh, maybe warning. they don't know a warning i've given you a warning that's kind of a half an art but Don't make me get to full no. In future, that's a no no. I won't be saying it twice. Don't forget. My answer as an Australian, I was not be ice and politely told them you guys brought outside drink in and that's not so cool. But if you guys brought drinks here, I would 100% or if you bought drinks here, I would 100% service you guys with the ice. But I don't think that Does is that not being nice. He's saying that that is not a nice thing. Well, I suppose see. it's I mean, it's well he said that that oh, was Oh, he says that's the end. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's a, I think that's you doing your job. That was you that, Okay, so here's the deal. There's a there's 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 two things that I think of right away when I think of like Telling them you guys brought outside drinks in, it's not so cool. If you guys brought, if you bought drinks, so did, wait, so did you let, did you give give them the cups? No, he's saying that did not give them the ice because it's against policy. But if they were to order drinks at the restaurant, he would gladly bring them ice. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, just never do this again. But next time, I'm gonna have to charge you for the cups. Okay. Well, why even say that? Because then they know. They know I mean business over at Johnny's Burgers. That is, I think letting them go through with it is, um, it, it's not doing your job. It would be considered nice, but I don't think it's not nice to do your job. Yeah, yeah. I think allowing them to do it and getting them ice is above and beyond. Yeah. So that's like double nice. So what are you going to do? It is, if just doing your job is not be nice in this situation, then it's not be nice. Yeah. You got to at least tell them unless you could look at them and tell them they're, they're kind of hard up. Yeah. But if you order like $70 worth of food and then you're like, but we're going to use our own cart. Is it kind of lame if a place has like a strict, like no outside. It's a restaurant. It's kind of lame. I think it is. 
Bring your shit to a park if you already have well, stuff like, to eat and drink. It sounds like it sounds like it's so Johnny's Burgers sounds to me like a like a fast food place. Yeah. Either or. Doesn't matter what kind. If it's a fast food place, I'd think I'd be a little annoyed if I was like, "What? I can't bring my I was drinking a Coke. I was going to buy a burger and fries." It's a fucking I'm restaurant. Just spend huh? some money in here. What if you what if you went into the restaurant and you had your own drink and your own burger? But you, that's too much. You brought fries from them. Drinking burger. Yeah, that's not. See, I think there. I think there. There's definitely a line, right? Yeah. Like bringing in a bottle of water. Like if they're like, sorry, no outside drinks. I'm gonna be like, really? A bottle of water? That's water like might be different because water line. is water. But, but bringing in your own soda, like something that they sell there, yeah, is a little weird. But if you were to like, let's say there's three things in the meal: fries, burger beverage mm-hmm. if you were to leave out any of the other ones if you were like i brought yeah, my own drink right. and burger you're but right. you know no outside food is good i like that no it's probably the thing they make the highest markup on because it's probably so cheap by the volume they also have to license the pepsi products or something if they're not like you bring coke to a pepsi party yeah <laughs> i guess if i if i had if i was like hey this burger place looks pretty good i've never been here and I've like got like half a Coke. Yeah. And I walk in and I'm like, I'm gonna get a burger and just like finish my Coke here. And they go like, no outside drinks. Yeah. I'd be like, I think I'm gonna go somewhere else. But they probably I'd wouldn't leave. say anything to you unless you were like, how about you get me some ice for my half ice. a Coke? Yeah. That's where it's kind of, that's where it's not be nice because now you're like, do my bidding and I'm breaking the rules. Yeah. Fuck my ass. Those people yeah. are trying to fuck my ass. Yeah. Definitely not trying to get ass fucked up here in a burger place. Not in Johnny's Burger. Not there. Somebody protect my ass. Not in Australia. You know they fuck your ass backwards in Australia. (laughs) You guys have anal in your mouth. Guys, let's read this real nice one here. It says a thank you for being you from a boy named Kevin. Is this from you? Dude, Kevin quits like this. Kevin quits. (laughs) History Road. We're standing next to him. (laughs) Thank you for being you. I quit. (laughs) <laughs> Hi boys, it's Kevin, the guy Steve has been stalking. What? I just wanted to send a quick genuine thank you for the work you all do. In some recent-ish episodes of both DB and Welcome to our podcast, you guys have talked about ADHD stuff, stimming, and lots of other neurodivergent-related things. And it's been amazing to hear people I respect and admire so much talk about these things. Mm. About a year and a half ago, I was diagnosed with ADHD and autism. Humble brag. Oh, you got both? Hitting them up with them double headers. Duo diversion. Am I right? My life, uh, let's see. Uh, <coughs> and... <laughs> And processing my life and my sense of self in that context has been difficult. But you boys being unapologetically yourselves, being wacky and making me laugh my head off has gotten me through the hard times and has played a big part in learning how to unmask and be myself without reservation. So genuinely thank you. I cannot say it enough. I'd give you my phone number, but phone calls make me want to shit my pants. P.S. Shout out to Derek. Much love, Kevin. That was real nice. God bless you, Kevin. All right. Stop stalking a boy, please. And that's a show. And that's a show, motherfuckers. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for joining us in the past. 
in uh, in Portland. I'll see you tonight in New York. I'll see you tomorrow in New York. I'll see you on the 31st in San Diego for Surrounded. And I'll see you on June 2nd in Hollywood for the biggest Surrounded you ever saw in your goddamn life. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for your history, Rose. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Leah. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, God. Finds that city. That was a headgum podcast.